Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Late Night Wrestling Pod with your host, Brandon Scott. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Late Night Wrestling Pod, episode 48. This is about the fifth time I've tried recording this, and it is really starting to piss me off. Every time I get a fucking error saying that my computer or garage band cannot sync up to my mixer and it's still recording but my vocals are all chopped up and it sounds like complete dog shit so i've done it again i've got myself in a position where i'm recording just days before the episode is supposed to drop and it affects the quality it stresses me out i got a shit ton going on at work lots of inspections Lots of audits, two of them this week, and I'm staying up late recording this podcast. Like, this is why I took that long break beforehand, so I didn't have to fucking worry about this shit. And I am forever in a hole with this podcast. I wish next time I take a break and it's not going to be for a little while, I'm going to record like fucking 30 of these goddamn episodes. And then when I'm like 15 in, I'm going to start recording another one every week. So therefore, I'm always caught up. And these are always stale and they're always old, but I don't give a fuck. I'll have a product out. I don't mean that. But this is really frustrating for me. I got about 15 minutes in the last one and it started like doing the choppy shit. And I'm just kind of expecting it to happen now. But. Yeah, so always hit me up at Twitter at late night pod eleven. Hit me up on Instagram at late the late night wrestling pod. Shoot me an email at late night wrestling pod at gmail.com. Tonight we are going to go over WWF SmackDown from May thirty first, two thousand one. You may be wondering why I decided to uh do this episode because it took place in Edmonton, Canada and not Cincinnati. Well, all I remember from it really was the main event of Chris Benoit versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and the 10 German suplexes that Austin does or that Chris Benoit does. And um, this was when I was still in my period of having to watch wrestling twice a week. Um, WCW was over by this point, but I was watching Raw and SmackDown every week. And this was, we're getting towards the end. I made it through this, the invasion era and i got about six months to a year in the ruthless aggression before i stopped watching for i don't know i always checked in and if something happened i made a point to watch it but um so yeah i'm still in my fandom here and a lot was a lot's been going on and this is right before the invasion angle well, before I cover that, I want to say next week we are going to do Great American Bash 1989. I have not finished watching it yet. I'm in a hole with it, and I'm kind of frustrated about that. But for our big 50th episode, I was going to do part two of The Undertaker's Career Retrospect, The American Badass Years. But that simply just isn't going to happen because those take forever to make. The first one, which the second one wouldn't be as long, but still. The first one that was almost four hours long took a good three weeks to watch record and edit and if you remember it was my first one with um clips and it was just it was a lot of work so before i can get around the part two of the undertaker's career retrospect i am going to have to have 
five or six of these episodes in the can, and I am nowhere near that right now. It is July 24th, and this will be July 27th episode, and yeah, so a lot is going on. Um, I am just trying to get this out on time, and I can thank uh, the Xbox game Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, for me being so far behind because I have become obsessed with the game, and I'm only halfway through. I'm hoping once I've completed that game, I can have my life back. And I can get this show back on track. But until then, you know, according to um, the the quest meter in it, I am only like 56% of the way through the game. And that's kind of frustrating. But, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it more than AEW's fucking fight forever. So, yeah, that's where I've been at with everything. And um, we're going to jump into this episode. This is... This episode is moderately clip heavy, but the opening clip or the opening uh, promo with Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho is very, very long. I think it was about 20 minutes, but I think this was a really enjoyable episode. Love Benoit versus Austin. So before we I get into that, I should say I, I finished the Hulk Hogan book and I should say I am a fan of Hulk Hogan, but he is so self-serving and so self-indulging. In this book of his, it was a good read, but keep in mind, it was written by Hulk Hogan. And, you know, Hulk Hogan takes credit for everything from the creation of The Undertaker to Goldberg to the NWO, all of it. So without any more delay, let's go ahead and go into SmackDown from May 31st. And we have our recap from Monday Night Raw. Tell, but Vince McMahon kind of mimicked the Montreal screw job with this. Mission 
music that was fucking terrible all right so we are welcomed by cole and taz now comes chris jericho and chris benoit very long entrances this is gonna be a phenomenal feel for him chris benoit deserves every single ounce of it he has worked so hard his entire career as has chris jericho Keep in mind, we're in Canada. They feel the electricity. You can see it in Benoit's face and Jericho's face. They're home with gold. Awesome. Remember when Chris Jericho would call him Chris Benoit? We came to two conclusions. And the first one was that we positively, most exuberantly, unequivocally enjoyed beating the hell out of Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the second was that ever since we won these World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championships 10 days ago, that we've neglected to give the former champions a rematch. But unfortunately, Triple H is laid up in bed This is about 10 days after Triple H's quad injury, the first one. Writhing in pain! Suffering in agony! 
audition for six long months. It'd be more like eight. So it seems that Austin doesn't have a tag team partner. But we came up with a little idea of our own. We thought it would be cool if little Stevie teamed up with a man who's an even bigger jack than he is. And that would be the chairman of the World Wrestling Federation, Mr. McMahon what? himself. In the interest of fairness, Y2J and the Rabid Wolverine want to defend these championships against Stone Cold Austin and Vincent came. I don't know what they edited there. Man, right here, right now. Tonight on SmackDown! The Tag Team Championship match against Mr. McMahon and Austin! Oh man, it's gonna be great! This crowd chanting for hometown boy Chris Benoit. somewhere hiding behind the power of the owner of the company but on behalf of everyone here tonight I'd like to welcome you to this building Messier won the Conn Smythe Trophy. Messier, the Edmonton Oilers. A lot of baseball players. He was good. I remember him. This building where Wayne Gretzky broke the NHL all-time scoring record. Challenge has been laid out. 
how have they gone by without a commercial break? Thank you for the warm Edmonton reception. suggested to the two of you that you just might be great entertainers and quite frankly i find your challenge to austin and me highly entertaining if you can't make that out they're yelling asshole challenge here tonight then it will be Austin and I leaving Edmonton as tag team champions of the WWF and wait a minute let me just say that I will save the two of you the indignity of losing your tag team titles here in your own home country because quite frankly I have plans for the two of you individually. For instance, you, Chris Jericho. Tonight, tonight, Jericho, you're going to experience a first. Because tonight, Jericho, you're going to go one-on-one with something that Canada has never, ever had. And that is a true Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Jericho and Angle And you, Benoit, you better be very lucky. Consider yourself lucky, Benoit, that that we didn't accept your challenge because, quite frankly, it would have been me covering you for the one, two, three today. Whoa, 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 whoa. You covering me? You may be chairman of this company. I respect that. But the next time you step into this ring with me, I will beat you within an inch of your life. I know what you want, Benoit. Yeah, I know what you want. Crowd chanting for Benoit yet again. See, Benoit, what you want is a return WWF championship match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? And that's what his crowd wants as well. I'd love to see that. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen here tonight either. Because you see, Stone Cold has a well-deserved night off. I forgot about Steve Austin's disturbed entrance music. I'm surprised they still own the rights to that. Everybody's 
appreciate the fact that you want to give me the night off. But I don't want the night off. Not tonight. No, 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 no. Hold this. Don't drop it. Ever since last Monday night, ever since I walked through an airport, everybody says, oh, Stone Cold, you didn't really beat Benoit last Monday. Benoit's got your number, Stone Cold. Benoit can beat you, Stone Cold. I say, no, he can't. My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am the World Wrestling Federation champion. I am a man's man. I am a champion of champions. And last Monday, look at me, Chris Benoit. I know in my heart, I know what I heard when I had that cross face on you in the middle of the ring and you were squalling like a little scalded dog. I heard you. Oh, yes, I did. I didn't quite see it that way. But you want to be the big shot? You want to come out here and talk about your little sissy hockey players, which I care nothing for? Because I am Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am who and what I am. You got your shot. What? Shut up, I ain't through. You got your shot. Look at me. You ain't gonna talk to him. Look at me. I said, you got your shot. I done got one submission on you. And after tonight, one, two, three, two victories back to back. Stone Cold over Chris Benoit. And that's all I got to say about that. So they went 20 minutes without a break and already a stacked card. Chris Benoit versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Chris Jericho versus Kurt Angle. Edge versus Kane. And can I just say here that the Y2J Chris Jericho that we got here is hands down my favorite. I haven't been a fan of him really in a few years predating AEW. And uh, like this just reminded me how good Chris Jericho once was. So let's get into Edge versus Kane for the Intercontinental title. Okay, Edge and Edge versus uh, Kane for the Intercontinental Championship. And at this time, when the wrestlers are coming out and they have their like like name thing pop up, uh, it has their personal website to it. And Edge's is www.edgeandchristian.com. Um, is this like the you know? Preamble to hashtags, I guess, or like Twitter handlers. Uh, the match starts out. King backdrops Edge, clothesline, big boot. Edge uh, 
does the arm drag uh, off the top rope, missile drop kick, two count. Edge spears Kane and uses the ropes, but only gets a two count. And uh, this was really before the spear was Edge's finisher. But Kane hits a power bomb, strangely enough, and pins Edge. One, two, three, your winner and still Intercontinental Champion Kane. So we go to the back and we have the Dudley boys talking to Spike Dudley. And they're telling him to stay away from Molly Holly because the Dudley boys are currently in a feud with Crash and Hardcore. Holly. And uh, I'll play a clip from that later on, but there wasn't too much to this. So Bubba Ray with Devon Dudley versus Hardcore Holly with Crash. Uh, another match starts off with a backdrop by Bubba Ray. Body slam to Holly. Holly with his perfect drop kick. God, I love Bob Holly's drop kick. Uh, Bubba Bomb crash grabs Bubba Ray's leg. Um, uh, Hall, uh, Hardcore Holly is capitalizing Bubba Ray with the suplex two count. We get a We Want Tables chant. Bubba Ray with the second rope splash two count. Crash uh, holds Bubba Ray's legs down. One, two, three. Your winner is Hardcore Holly. And I even wrote in here that the winner was Crash Holly for some reason. We get uh, Vince McMahon, William Regal, to Jerry promo. Regal says a limo has pulled up to the building, and Vince tells him to chill the fuck out. Who gives a shit? There's all kinds of limos here. But the big thing is the license plate says WCW number one. Oh, shit. All right, so we're going to go to an interview with Spike Dudley here. Well, Spike, without you at ringside, your brothers didn't seem to have any luck tonight. And speaking of bad luck... Let's go back to Raw this past Monday night, which I'm sure for you and Molly Holly, a traumatic experience. But before we get your reaction, let's take a look at how you literally sacrificed yourself for Molly Holly. Dudley's their match, and Molly never tried to set the Dudley's up. I mean, I, I don't know. I gotta sit down with Bub and Devon and just try to straighten this whole thing out. Well, can you give us an update on Molly's condition right now? Well, she's home nursing a sore neck, but Molly's tough. She's a fighter. She'll be back soon. But uh, coach, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to take this opportunity to say something to Molly that I, I've just been too embarrassed to say to her face. Go, go ahead, Molly. I. Molly, I really like you. I really, really like you. 
Sometimes you forget just how bad things were in WWF in 2001. Taz, I'll tell you, it's great to I, see I the, really, I really like it. It's great to see the blossoming of true, uh, Mike, I guess. Oh, whatever. Nonetheless, that table situation with Molly and Spike, not the only strange occurrence that occurred on Raw this past Monday night. In fact, JR said that earlier in the day he had received a letter via courier saying we were going to meet the Undertaker's wife, Sarah. We didn't know what it was about. But later on in the evening, we found out a mysterious videotape interrupting the broadcast of Raw is War. This is the Undertaker's wife, Sarah. In the privacy of her own home, comb your beautiful blonde hair. Did she hear something? Oh, Sarah, you never see me. But more importantly, I need to see more of you. Oh, yes, Sarah. We'll be seeing a lot more of you. Disturbing footage, Taz. I mean, what was that all about? I ain't got a clue, man. I don't. I didn't want to go there. That stuff's flat. I don't know who. What's up? I don't know what's up. I don't know. <laughs> Very strange situation. I'll tell you what. Kurt, in just a few minutes, you're going to be facing Chris Jericho. Do you have anything to say about this? Yeah, I've got something to say. Look at these gold medals. I'm an Olympic hero, an American Olympic hero. And tonight, I should be facing a Canadian Olympic hero. But the most famous hero, Olympic hero, that Canada has ever had was Ben Johnson. Sure, he won a gold medal, only to have it taken away because he had to cheat the win, just like every other Canadian. And tonight, I'm going to beat not an Olympic hero, not even a Canadian hero. Tonight, I'm just going to beat a Canadian, Chris Jericho. And after tonight... They're going to rename Gretzky Boulevard Angle Boulevard. Oh, it's true. It's true. And one more thing. I hear that Shane McMahon's limo, his WCW limo, was circling the arena. Well, I want Shane McMahon to try to come in and interfere in my match. I dare Shane McMahon to try to come in and interfere in my match. As a matter of fact, I double dare All right, so up next we have Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho comes out with his tag belt. And this is by far the best-looking version of the tag team championship. Um, Angle with a lot of takedowns, arm drags. We get our third back body drop of the night by Y2J. Suplexes by Angle. Jericho loses an elbow pad in this match for some reason. Uh, the crowd is definitely behind Jericho. Jericho goes for the walls. He has it locked in, and Kurt Angle counters out. Jericho misses a lion salt. Angle low blows uh, Jericho, then goes for the ankle lock. Shane McMahon runs out of the crowd. Angle chases after him. Spike Dudley runs out and hits the Dudley dog on... Um, Kurt Angle for some fucking reason. And Jericho wins with the Lion Salt. One, two, three. Your winner, Chris Jericho. The next we have a William Regal with to Jerry backstage segment, uh, which Kurt Angle interrupts and demands a match with Shane McMahon at the King of the Ring. Then Kurt Angle attacks to Jerry. This is that uh 
infamous match at the King of the Ring with the glass that didn't break through. Next up, we have for the Hardcore Championship, Raven challenging the Hardcore Champion Rhino. Raven was such a missed opportunity in WWE, and so was Rhino to an extent. Uh, Raven comes out with a grocery cart full of weapons. Raven jumps Rhino, attacks him with the trash can. Raven does the drop, the drop toe hold on the trash can. Rhino sets up a table in the corner, uh, and then a trash can uh, is like placed in the in between the two ropes in the other corner. Rhino goes for the gore into the trash can uh, corner, and Rhino, uh, but um, Raven misses, and Rhino wears the trash can. Raven hits Rhino with the kitchen sink, literally with the kitchen sink. Then finally, uh, uh, Rhino gets out, gores Raven through the table. One, two, three. Your winner and still hardcore champion, Rhino. All right, we're going to go to the back now with a Vince McMahon, uh, Steve Austin package, and an update on the recently injured Triple H. Reconsider this title defense. Yeah, I got why, well, why would I want to reconsider? I got a funny feeling about this. I got a funny feeling I'm going to go out there and whip his ass. That's what I'm feeling tonight. This is his hometown. I just ask you to reconsider, that's all. Look at me. You don't believe I can beat Chris Benoit, do you? Of course I believe you. What's my name? Your name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right. My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am the World Wrestling Federation champion, and I can beat Chris Benoit in his hometown. I'm sitting there going through airports. I hear, ah, you didn't really beat Chris Benoit. He's got your number. He can beat you any night of the week. Well, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. It makes me sick that you don't believe in me. That hurts me. I am with you all the way. You sure about that? Absolutely. Well, nobody else says, no one else thinks that I can beat Chris. Yeah, look at her. She don't believe me either. I cannot believe you're just making this up. I never said that. Yeah, you didn't say it, but I know what you're thinking. Sitting back here with your little red and white stripes on your shirt, thinking, ah, you can't beat Chris Benoit. I know you like the back of my head. It's fine. You ain't gonna have any you don't have any confidence. It's funny Steve Austin talks about the back of his hand with Deborah when there would later on be domestic abuse charges. Me, he doesn't. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna prove everybody wrong because I'm sick of it. That's what I am. Good luck. In just a few moments, we'll hear controversial comments from Triple H's wife, Stephanie. But first, what a roller coaster ride for Triple H over the past 10 days. This past Thursday, surgery on Triple H's torn thigh muscle. We were in um, Birmingham, Alabama at Health South. I wanted to come here. I wanted to see uh, Dr. Andrews. Uh, he's the best in the country at, at all these types of surgeries, athletic surgeries. It was a pretty severe uh, quadriceps rupture, and it was sort of tricky because the, uh, when you open the skin looking for the defect, uh, it was a, the top part of the quadriceps was uh, still intact, but the main part was torn out underneath, and so it was real hard to, to try to identify what had happened. It, it was quite amazing once you saw how this was torn, and it could have easily been missed. Uh, with, with looking in, opening the skin up, we thought we'd see a big hole or a defect, and and we had to go underneath to really find the tear. So uh, we're glad we were able to identify it. And uh, we had good tissue and we got a good strong repair. Put it right back to the kneecap with big heavy sutures. And I won't, I won't let this stop me. This is my wake up call. And this is gonna start a whole new era. 
And uh, when I come back, a lot of people are going to be sorry that I'm back. Cole, I've myself been injured many times in my career, and it's a horrible thing. And it's horrible to see someone at the top of their game, like Triple H, like the game. Hope he comes back from this. Good luck to you, bro. Well, how is Triple H doing? We sent our WWF cameras to Health South in Birmingham yesterday, and we asked Triple H's wife, Stephanie, the condition of her husband, the game. Well, Hunter's doing about as well as could be expected. But... I don't really think that Triple H or I realize the magnitude of this surgery and how much pain it will cause Hunter. But, you know, Triple H isn't only in physical pain. He's in emotional pain. Last Thursday on SmackDown, Stone Cold Steve Austin had the nerve to accuse Triple H of being selfish. You tell me how it's selfish for, for someone to rip apart their quadriceps tendon away from the bone and the muscle and still continue the match and still try to save their tag team partner. What Triple H did wasn't selfish. It was damn near heroic. Then Austin, you went on to say that Triple H deserved what happened to him. Austin, you think Triple H deserves to be lying motionless in a hospital bed? Then you said, and I quote, because I'll never forget it. You said that you don't give a rat's ass about Triple H because you're Stone Cold Steve Austin and you're the WWF champion. Well, I hope you don't forget why you're still the WWF champion, Austin. Because the only reason you're still the champion is because of my husband. My husband, Triple H. But I tell you what. Austin, granted it might be a long time before Triple H comes back. But when he does, you might be the one who gets what you deserve. All right, so Trouble in Paradise, I guess. So we go to the back again. I'm not going to play the clip, but Matt Hardy is just going to town on Lita. Jeff Hardy is just kind of awkwardly sitting there. And Eddie Guerrero is feigning a friendship with the Hardy Boys. Um, And it leads to the match, the Hardy Boys and Eddie Guerrero with Lita versus X-Factor. X-Factor is, of course, X-Pac, Justin Incredible, and Albert. Uh, Matt and Justin Credible start out. Eddie uh, tagged in. Working over Credible. Albert tagged in. Throws Eddie Guerrero around. Big X-Pac sucks chant. Then a tilt-to-world backbreaker by Guerrero. Jeff is tagged in and jumps to the outside, but is caught and slammed by Albert. Uh, Albert uh, does the body press to Eddie Guerrero over the top rope. Lita helps Eddie out, and Matt gets distracted. Powerbomb by Albert, winner, X-Factor. Okay. Okay, then we go to some more Undertaker's wife stuff where DDP was stalking the Undertaker's wife. I wonder how Kimberly felt about that at the time. But, all right. Our main event, and the reason I chose this episode, Chris Benoit versus the World Wrestling Federation champion Stone Cold Steve Austin. Benoit's ribs are taped here, and they still have Benoit's uh, 
what was it, Old Found Glory, or I don't remember who sang the uh, song, but they still have that. They didn't take that down off the network. Vince McMahon comes out and names himself the Special Enforcer. Austin has his disturbed theme. Benoit jumps Austin and chops him. Benoit kicks the shit out of Austin. And then a swinging neck breaker by Austin. Benoit goes for the cross body or the cross face, but Austin makes it to the rope. He tries this four times. There is a copy of Foley is God on the commentator's table for some reason. Austin's clothesline to the outside. Austin brings in the belt, but turns into a ref bump. DDT on the title by Benoit. Benoit goes for the diving headbutt, but Austin holds up the championship belt for the collision. Austin puts on the sharpshooter, and Benoit is bleeding. It looks like the hard way. I couldn't help but notice here, Stone Cold Steve Austin has a giant booger hanging out of his nose while he's doing the sharpshooter. Benoit reverses the sharpshooter, low blow by Austin. Benoit suplexes Austin. Austin goes for a huge spine buster, but a two count. Austin with the walls of Jericho, but uh, Benoit counters out. Then Chris Benoit hits 10 German suplexes back-to-back. Benoit gets the crossface. McMahon comes in the ring with the chair. Benoit gets the chair and hits McMahon uh, 10 times with it. I guess 10 was Chris Benoit's lucky number tonight. Austin with a roll-up. One, two, three. Your winner and still World Wrestling Federation champion, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So... I couldn't do this match justice. This was pretty much a one-match show, in my humble opinion. But it was such a good fucking match. Um, And the Jericho and Angle, I mean, you got to see all the stars here. This is when, you know, SmackDown and Raw were must-see TV. Uh, Obviously, the match of the night goes to Chris Benoit and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I give the runner-up to Angle and Chris Jericho. All right, so uh, looks like I'm going to make my deadline this week. Um, next week, we are doing uh, Great American Bash 1989. And I think the week after that, I want to do the episode of Raw where Kane loses his mask. You know, uh, something under somewhat Undertaker-related. I mean, it's Undertaker's kayfabe brother. And uh, I remember that being a pretty good episode. So without further ado... Always hit me up on Twitter at late night pod 11. Shoot me an email at late night wrestling pod at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram at the late night wrestling pod. It is getting late. I have to work in the morning. You have to work in the morning. I will see you all next week. Peace. And the late night wrestling pod is a product of bus sprout media. All the clips here were owned by the world wrestling federation and provided by Peacock. All music here is owned by, was not owned, but just sampled. Thank you. Peace. Motherfucker. <laughs>